Good morning. This is Cheryl Stabler with the Unshakable Woman Podcast. We publish each Monday morning at 5.30 on the West Coast time and 8.30 Eastern Standard Coast time. This month, we are profiling women for Black History Month, women who have impacted my black history. Some are friends, some are family. They're all unshakable women. Stay with us and see who we have on this morning on Unshakable Woman. Thank you again for joining us. Don't forget to connect with us every Monday and subscribe to the podcast for alerts to the new shows. Share the link and follow our team at Unshakable Woman on Instagram and Facebook. Stay tuned. Yay! Welcome to the podcast, Madison Chase. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited to have you today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unshakable Woman podcast for Black History Month. This month, we are featuring some of my favorite women who have impacted my Black history. They include friends like Madison Chase and family. And Madison has some amazing things to share with you. But just let me give you a precursor. Madison is that woman who has impacted my black history, who has shown me how to really look at nutrition, wellness, and health a lot differently than I did maybe five years ago. Um, She is part of my tribe. She is part of my No Drama Mama circle. And as I always say on this podcast, know your tribe and be around Unshakable Woman. So we are happy to have you on today, Miss Unshakable Woman, Madison Chase. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Madison, can I just open up the line and let you share with people a little bit about your background, and then let's talk a little bit about fitness, nutrition, and wellness in the African-American community. I would love to do that. Uh, So you want me to share a little bit about myself. So I started in health and wellness as a classical ballerina. And probably from the time that I was like five to 12 years old, I essentially went somewhere every single summer and I actually studied ballet, whether it was Houston Ballet, whether it was Juilliard um, in New York City. And I actually got a six-year scholarship to Fort Worth Ballet. And that was kind of, I think, my first introduction to, like, really understanding what it means to be unshakable. Doesn't mean that I wasn't shook (laughs) or shaken, um, but it definitely was, like, a very um, teachable moment that my mom definitely was at the forefront of being a little bit ahead of her time. Uh, so I started my journey in health and fitness as a ballerina and in college, I actually changed my major, um, because from five to 12, I got a six year scholarship to, uh, be an apprentice with Fort Worth Ballet and a little bit, uh, trying to make a long story short, 
I actually uh, went to audition and the audition was just me by myself with the the artistic director for Fort Worth Ballet. And basically she told me to sit on the ground, put my feet together and let my knees fall to the side. Mm -hmm. And if you have really tight hip flexors, like sitting in Indian style, but your feet are together instead of sitting in, I don't even know. Yeah. Anyway. So my knees didn't fall to the side. And basically she said to me, she said, um, you know, you'll never be a dancer uh, because your hips are not as flexible as they should be. I walked out and told my mom what she said. And I started crying. And my mom, she was like, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can't do. Mm-hmm. She gave me uh, a piece of chocolate and I said, okay, <laughs> I'm going to listen to my mom. Uh, and so maybe a month later, I actually had, an audition at the same place and it was auditioning for the Nutcracker and there were probably hundreds of little girls that were auditioning to be in the Nutcracker and the husband of this woman who was over her and over this six-year scholarship program saw me out of hundreds hundreds of little girls and said hey I want that little girl to be in my um, six-year scholarship program Uh, so it was kind of like you know sweet success uh, not necessarily revenge uh, just more so staying focused on what I knew was possible for me Mm -hmm. Um, but fast forward I went to college and um, dancers are a little vain about their body and so I wanted to maintain my level of physique and fitness and I think we had conversation where I talk about the genetic gift that we've been given as African Americans Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you look at how slaves were put together to actually create the strongest slave they took the strongest African American male and the strongest African female and put them together and you know basically had babies because they wanted people who could essentially uh, enslaved people who could actually work long hours and endure a lot. And so I think we've talked about this. I was like, it doesn't, it's not by coincidence that we've been genetically gifted as African-Americans and why, you know, 80% of the NFL is African-American, why 70% of the NBA is also African-American and, you know, tennis, Venus and Serena, Tiger Woods with golf, like generally genetically. And so I think sometimes the things that we don't do well and the things that we tend to hold on to is what we ate uh, during slavery. So fast forward, I um, changed my major in college, started competing in fitness competitions, started winning fitness competitions and just started talking about before social media was a thing uh, about health and wellness and my journey into kind of missing that performing aspect of being on stage and so that's why I started doing fitness competitions because I wanted to dance again and express myself in that way Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and then when I moved to Los Angeles I started working with a lot of um While I was in Texas, I actually worked with a lot of professional athletes. But then when I moved to L.A., I started to work with a lot of, um, you know, executives, network executives, um, and also some celebrity clients. And then I really started to see a shift in kind of 
just focusing on the outside because a lot of celebrities and or um, athletes, their body has to do a certain thing for their whatever particular profession they're in. So actors may need to get in shape for a particular role. So it's about how quick can you lose weight or how quick can you tone? Uh, But then I started to see a transition and just kind of how I really assessed a lot of my clients, because I think I started to see a trend where I'm only spending two hours with you, um, you know, but the rest of those 22 hours, you have to make sure that you're eating, that you're eating the right things, that you're eating well, that you're moving well, that you have an accountability, um, whether that's your coworker, your friend, your family, someone that is going to help you maintain or be accountable for uh, the goals that you say that you want to set or reach. Uh, So I think what I started to see in terms of a lot of my clients, you know, some of them would reach their goal. And one of my very first clients, she actually lost 80 pounds and she did it safely. Like literally two pounds per week is definitely safe. And so we did safely. And she just happened to be related to someone who was really famous. So basically this person paid her a thousand dollars per pound uh, to lose weight. And so from her, I got a lot of other clients, but I started to see a trend that, you know, she lost the weight because she had motivation, but then she eventually gained the weight back because her mind, spirit and body were not connected to, you know, why she was stress eating why she was stressed her community the people that she had around her and how she got back up to 80 pounds and gaining her weight back and so I started to see a trend in you know just focusing on the outside and not focusing on how did you get to this place where you um, can't see yourself and be honest and so one of the things that really inspired me was watching um, Star Jones being interviewed by Tamron Hall mm-hmm. and the thing that she talked about is so what I wish all of my clients could be and the thing that she was she was very honest with herself and I talk a lot about you know the five hierarchy of needs which is um, physiological needs which is air water food shelter sleep clothing and reproduction and love Safety needs, personal security, employment, resources, health, and then property. Level is love and belonging, which is friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection, and then esteem, respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and then freedom and self-actualization. The desire to become the most that one can be. So in looking at those levels, um, Star Jones has all of five of them and so when she was being interviewed by Tamron Hall Tamron basically tried to find a PC way about her saying that she was obese and she said once she decided that she wanted to do something about it she was at 307 pounds she decided to do this weight loss surgery and I think she said she lost a hundred and 60 pounds and even though outside her her weight changed but one of the things that was so profound to me I was like 
I think she ended up having to go to the cardiologist and the cardiologist because she wasn't feeling well, because she really felt in her body, like I lost this weight, but I'm still suffering. And part of the suffering was she, you know, I don't know if she said she walked, she was hiking and she was breathing heavy. And then when she was shopping, something else happened where she kind of realized I'm still not well, even though I've lost this weight. And I think that happens a lot in our community where someone loses weight and we think, ah, I'm healthy now because right. on the outside, I look this way. Absolutely. And one of the things that I really try to get people to understand is your organs. If your organs are supporting 307 pounds, uh, your heart is supporting 307 pounds. So your heart doesn't know that the outside of your body is smaller now. It still thinks it's pumping and working for 307 pounds. So she had to have open heart surgery. She had to have a stent put in her body. And I think one of the things, had she not been really honest with herself and where she was, she never would have gotten to that place where she would have received help or she would have known that her heart was in trouble mm-hmm. um, and she wouldn't have met the love of her life. But I think that's a hard thing for us to really be honest with where we are and then where we want to go and then doing it in a way that's healthy, that makes sense for us. And so I tell people just as individual as your fingerprint is, so should your assessment be of what you need. And I think the thing that we often forget about is if you're if you've done a lot of yo-yo dieting, fat burners, um, drastically reducing your caloric intake, your metabolism is going to slow down. So you can't necessarily try keto dieting, juicing, intermittent fasting, because, again, I I the thing that I stress the most, if you can't do it for the rest of your life then don't do it Uh, because eventually you're going to have to shift and change. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that because in our community, um, our community deals with some major diseases. So Mm -hmm. the major killers in the African-American communities across this country are heart disease, Mm -hmm. stroke, high Mm -hmm. blood pressure, you know, and that big word of obesity, Um, and you know, and I've joked with you before, because I can share this openly with all of my friends on the podcast, going to Whole Foods with Madison Chase is no, (laughs) is no fun. Um, (laughs) as I was shopping, she was pulling things out of my little basket saying that's no good. And I'm fussing with her in the store saying, well, I'm in Whole Foods. And it took me a minute to understand with the help of Madison, just because you're in health, Whole Foods doesn't mean it's healthy. It has too much sugar or it has too much that. So there's, there's not just um, the, the point of us getting up and, and making a change physically, but there's this mindset of how you look at food um and how you look at water you know i'm i can't remember the last time i've had a soda you know even just Mm -hmm. the thought of it it's like oh that is so gross Mm -hmm. you know 10 years ago i would have a diet soda at the drop of a hat you know so um and 
you know, going to the grocery store 10 years ago, I would have got a Reese's Cups while I'm purchasing my groceries, you know, and now I look at that and say that is so disgusting because Mm -hmm. of this unshakable woman who was on the line with us today. So I want you, Madison, to speak to that person who may be on the line dealing with obesity or maybe they are just a couch potato and they have given up, you know, and I'm 53 and I know a lot of women my age, they deal with that other level of being um, in a different cycle, should Mm -hmm. I say. You're dealing with hormones, you're dealing with a whole (laughs) other set of things. What, What tips would you give to that woman who's sitting here listening to you now who has just said, I've tried everything and I don't know where to start. Can you give us three tips? Can you give us five tips just to give them the motivation to get up and start? Um, first, I would say to, uh, I think you, you mentioned heart disease cardiovascular disease, but also diabetes. We didn't touch on diabetes that. is um, huge. Yes. Yeah. Diabetes is huge. And the complications to diabetes and autoimmune disease is also huge. Lupus is another one. Fibroids is another one. Uh, and that those, those are also, you know, a couple of diseases that really affect women of color as well, especially fibroids. Um, but in terms of the tips and, you know, to the couch potato, uh, but also my background. So when social media came around before social media was ever a thing, I was in, you know, tons of people, other celebrity trainers like Gunnar Peterson, who trains the Kardashian family, Harley Pasternak, a young lady named Jericho, um, Jericho Mc. I think her last name is Matthews. Uh, she's doing a lot of beach body things. So in Jackie Warner. So I did a lot of people's fitness videos. And um, before social media was even around, I was on exercise TV when it was fitness on demand. But one of the things that I started to see in terms of the trend, I was like, I really got to get a understanding of diabetes, hypertension. So um, when social media came around, I kind of took a a detour and I started working in pharmaceutical sales and I worked in diabetes and also worked for cardiovascular disease and pulmonary embolism. So a lot of these things that I speak to, um, I've done some research and some extensive um, understanding of medication and how they work. And so I do believe that it we started to look at like our food as really being our medicine uh, and kind of going back to the things that used to work. Like I really believe that the billion dollar fitness industry, diet industry, uh, and I always use the example of Dr. Milton Mills, who was in What the Health, how he questioned the USDA and how 86% of African-Americans have a gene that shuts off that doesn't allow our bodies to process milk dairy or cheese and and but yet and still it's something that we both have grown up with thinking that oh milk is good for my bones Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
and that couldn't be further from the truth for African-Americans. But to your question, to the couch potato, uh, I would say, you know, I would hear a lot of my clients say, oh, well, my great-grandparents used to eat bacon or my great-grandparents used to eat, they drink, my grandfather drank coffee every day and he smoked cigarettes. And the the things that our parents, our grandparents ate is so completely completely different than what we are eating now and so for the couch potato who loves to watch television I would say start really being curious about your food what's in it Uh, and I think probably the biggest culprit for um, for you know dis-ease is you know packaged foods and definitely sugar Uh, And so I say, you know, educate yourself on watching food documentaries and being curious about what's in your actual food. And, you know, I go to this, it's a natural products expo every year and I get a chance to see like what is natural ingredients versus a pure product where you could understand everything that doesn't have natural ingredients or natural coloring because, it's not natural if it is a natural ingredient. So uh, I would say watching documentaries um, that really speak to uh, different industries in terms of health and wellness. Uh, I know there's a new one called The Game Changer. Uh, what the Health is one that I highly um, recommend. And Forks Over Knives is also another one. And then I say, you know, we talk about this all the time, finding your accountability mm-hmm. partners. Absolutely. And finding your tribe, a tribe that really helps you thrive and push you. And, you know, even, you know, vision boards are like extremely popular. But what's a vision board if you don't have a plan or a strategy or people to hold you accountable to make sure that you're reaching those goals and that they're realistic? Because oftentimes, I've had a lot of clients who want to make me responsible for their results. And I think that is something that we all tend to do, you know, until you're ready to be honest about being responsible for yourself. Uh, It's kind of like the alcoholic until they're ready to say, you know, yes, I am an alcoholic and I do have something that I'm struggling with and I do have this thing that is shaking me. Right. (laughs) So I need to, you know, figure out what that is first in order and be honest with myself to say that it is something that I'm struggling with in order to change it. So accountability, finding your tribe and finding people who speak positive things over your life. And if they don't, then being able to deflect, not only deflect it, but reject it and and bind it and say, nope, that is nope, not me. That's not what I'm interested in. And really, I think the billion dollar fitness industry, whether it's diets, whether it's the latest workout, uh, I really, my goal and passion is to empower people to do it yourself health. Like there are things that, you know, if you had a Jane Fonda DVD from the 80s and or Jack LaLanne who is like the godfather of health and fitness if you had their DVDs or their products or services then it would still work still works (laughs) it still works uh so I think in terms of you know you have a ton of these 
you know, fitness experts that are on social media, not that they don't work, but I think just as individual as your fingerprint is, is just as individual as the solution is. So one size doesn't fit fit all and one fitness program doesn't fit all. And, you know, you have some people who are ex-track athletes or they enjoy uh, swimming or they enjoy hiking. So I think activities sometimes get removed from our idea of what fitness is. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of the do-it-yourself health is really empowering people to know that, you know, you can, one, find, uh, self-assess yourself, but then also find someone who's willing to tell you the truth and help you kind of see, you know, what some realistic goals are. And two pounds per week is definitely realistic in making sure that you're getting enough rest. And so that when you are, you know, I think you can't change everything because sometimes we get overwhelmed and we're already overwhelmed in our, in our everyday life, especially if we're on social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're, uh, if you're in a relationship or if you're married or if you have kids, you're already overwhelmed with life. And if you work a regular nine to five job or if you're an entrepreneur, uh, there are so many things that we try to manage and so trying to manage, you know, living a healthier life starts with your your spiritual life. If you're praying in the morning and setting your intentions, uh, you know, in the morning, I think that's the best place to start. And then being mindful about what you allow in your spirit and who you allow in your spirit, whether that's what you watch on television, what you listen to, what you allow people to speak into your life um, that doesn't... Um, really fit the vision you have for your life as well. So I think all of those things uh, are important in your relationships um, and making sure that people who are in your intimate circle, that, you know, their words and their actions line up as well, because that's also a part of your, of your health and mind, spirit and body health. Well, I think one of the things that we speak to on this podcast is having your tribe Mm -hmm. and knowing your tribe and you brought that up and I think having accountability from your sisterhood is the biggest thing to help us keep going um, Mm -hmm. to give us that extra push Mm -hmm. if you will to Mm -hmm. get to the gym or to get to the stairs or to take a hike Mm-hmm. Um, one of, yeah, and one of the things that, yeah, or easily just, just go for a walk. One of the things that we like to do on this podcast is while we wrap up the show, we ask each participant to share one word of encouragement that mm-hmm. would help that woman or that couch potato get up out of bed and when she puts those two feet on the floor what's mm-hmm. that one word that you would tell her to have in her mind to help her push through when she gets up first thing she stands up what's that one word that you would give for encouragement mm, one word or one, one sentence one word one word 
You need to think about that. <laughs> uh, if I had to say just one word, mm-hmm. I would say purpose. I love it. Okay, there you go. Purpose. And a purpose. Purpose. And we all have purpose. God designed yes. us each for purpose. Yeah. And I thank you so much for being with us. Can you share? with those people who are listening today where we can find you on social media and follow your journey as you help people with fitness, wellness, and health. Okay, so I will start with uh, Facebook. I am Official Madison Chase Fitness and on Instagram and YouTube of Madison Chase Fitness. And then on Twitter, I am... Madison Chase Fit. And then also on uh, Facebook, I started a new page, which is my goal for do-it-yourself health, which is since your glow, find your flow, which my goal is to do a monthly uh, vision board, but living board, because my goal is to help people turn whatever their vision board is into a living board, but to make it a accountability, which is a tribe that thrives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's my goal in that. But uh, the first one be, will be February 20th. So you could also find me on Facebook. It is a group that is an open group. Um, I'm actually going to approve everyone because I want to make sure that people who are part of this tribe, uh, that we're kind to each other, that we're supportive of each other. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. So that's where you could find me. Oh, and then my podcast is Cut to the Chase at 8 podcast. And generally, uh, I try to do it uh, 8 in the morning every day. And Monday through Thursday, we talk about health. And then Fridays, we talk about my favorite brands, which are generally plant-based, eco-friendly products. And they could be people, uh, entertainment that is community-focused or positive. And then on Saturdays, I like to talk about healthy relationships. And then on Sunday, I talk about what fills your soul. I love it. Well, we thank you, Madison, for being with us today. She is a ESP three-time Miss Fitness champion. She's been on a number of Health and Heart magazines. She's also been on commercial with Olympic gold medalist Maurice Green and the creator of the DVD, Give Me 15. For more about Madison Chase, you can also visit her website at madisonchasefitness.com. We thank you so much for your time. We thank you for your contribution to Black History Month on the Unshakable Woman. And we are honored that you spent this time with us today. Um, Stay tuned for a word from our sponsors. Thank you again, Madison Chase, for being with us. Thank you so much. And my other website is giveme15system.com as well. Got it. We will place that on our Facebook page. And for those who are tuned in today, thank you again for joining us. Please stand by for a word from our sponsors. 
Thank you for tuning in today to the Unshakable Woman podcast. You have many podcasts to choose from, and we are grateful that you chose to tune into our wonderful sisterhood. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Unshakable Woman. If you want to call in and tell your story, visit our social platforms or send us an email. A special thanks to our in-kind sponsors, Classic Public Relations, a PR firm building your business brands, to Infinity Travel, escapes that soothe the soul, dreamwatchers.org, providing free performance arts training to Los Angeles kids ages 8 through 18. Visit their social profiles for their specific contact information. Build your sisterhood tribe and live an unshakable life. We'll see you next week.